the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from the state of California, Richard Wilkinson. Richard's been recognized by the Wall Street Journal as one of the top realtors in the nation. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Love having Thank top you. realtors. That's the icons of real estate. It sounds All like, right. yeah. You, so, can, hey, you can't be on icons of real estate. And it's like one of the bottom 10% in the nation. <laughs> I just started last week. And uh, I'm really looking to get some clients. I hope this helps. I'm in real estate because I love houses. I watch HGTV. <laughs> Looks easy. <laughs> I, I always say like HGTV, as much as people enjoy it, it helps real estate. Man, it's a curse for people who want to get into it because they think, hey, man, I'm just going to sell $50 million homes all day. It's easy. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. It Especially here in LA, which is right? where I'm, I'm headquartered. Right. It's like, okay, people see that for a while and they give me a call and they go, hey, man, I think I'll get my license. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, absolutely. You're like, great, here's some door hangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Richard, how did you start, man? Uh, let's hear your story, you know, where yeah. you started. And... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a gigantic cliche here in los angeles uh i went to college in south florida in uh, boca raton uh, which is near where you are yeah um i i have a degree in acting and directing oh, and so man. i moved to i moved to new york city to pursue acting and directing <laughs> which i was doing and um one of my first jobs i got there was a independent film that i was in and uh, they had they had like a two million dollar budget, and so I I grew up in like rural Louisiana, so I didn't I never knew anyone who had two million dollars, and and these guys seemed pretty young, and so I was asking the sound guy one day he was putting a microphone on me, and I was like I'm like hey man how how do these guys have all this money? Yeah, and he goes oh they own a bunch of real estate, and I was right. like oh, and I kind of just tucked it in the back of my mind and said oh you know I'll, I'll be a successful actor writer director and I'll buy a bunch of real estate. And uh, that, that'll be my plan. And so um, I, I was working in, in New York and met my, my girlfriend, who's now my wife. And, and you know, we have three kids together. Uh, but so we, we both had opportunities that brought us to Los Angeles. Uh, she was in, in production and was working for the head of a large uh, talent agency in Beverly Hills. I had a manager out here and we all came, we came out to pursue our you know, dreams of fame and fortune and, uh, you know, uh, just kept working hard at it, but couldn't get it to, to pay the bills. Uh, and my, I thought I got, we, my wife, we got married and we wanted to have a family. And so, um, my wife was pregnant with our first son and I thought I got to do something. I don't want to be, I'm not, I'm never going to be the hot young, not that I ever was. I'm never going to be the hot young thing. Definitely. Now I'm pushing, you know, mid thirties, um, and so what can I do, uh, in LA? And I just, I was, you know, I was like everybody else. I thought, oh, this uh, LA, I think, I think LA is a real estate Mecca. Yeah. Uh, it seems pretty easy. 
it seems like all I do is, you know, show someone three houses, they point at one, and then someone gives me a check. Um, I thought that's how it worked. Did I mean, I was so I was so green that I remember when I got my license, I was sitting in like a an open house like class at Keller Williams where I first mm-hmm. started. And I remember raising my hand and going, so when I finish the open house and I get the list of names, who do I give that to? And everyone raises their hand. They're like, I'll take it. You know, and yeah. I, I had no idea. They're like, oh, that's the lead. Those are the leads. That's right. the business. Right. Um, and so this was in like 07. And I had no idea what was going on. I always joke that like I was walking out with my real estate license and everyone was running in the other direction. And I was like, hey, wait, <laughs> hey, guys, where's everyone going? You know, right. and uh and so, yeah. And so it was, but it was like one of those ignorance is bliss things where like, I didn't know any better. Um, and so I just started working. I started at Keller Williams. I couldn't quite, I was, I remember coming home to my wife who was, you know, now getting more and more pregnant and thinking to myself, man, how does anybody make a freaking dollar in this business? Like, I don't understand it. Like I can't right. figure it out, you know? And then I went to, uh, I transferred my license to a small brokerage uh, like a boutique brokerage in an area called Los Feliz mm-hmm. uh, in Los Angeles. And there was a young guy who was a broker there and he, he was very successful in the run up to 07. Like he bought a ton of property, you know, with no money down loans. But the trick was he kept it all. Like where everyone else lost their shirts, he kept all that. He was able to keep all his properties. Right. And, um, and so all of his agents who were in when it was, you know, the solid days, they all started to slowly fall off. But I didn't have any options and I had a baby on the way. So I just kept showing up every day and asking tons of questions, tons of questions. And him, he gave me scripts and he, you know, would, would you know, I remember asking him like all these con- contractual questions. And one day he's like, hey, Rich, do me a favor. Read the whole purchase agreement and then write down your questions and come talk to me, you know. And so right. I learned a lot and I, and I realized that. It was the thing I was looking for in entertainment, which was sort of a, a bit of a, of a structure and a formula mm-hmm. and something I could really get good at and then see results from that. And so I learned like, OK, if I learn how to have really good conversations with people, um, then I, I all of a sudden I'm able to like make these appointments, right. you know, and so all of a sudden I'm seeing all these results, you know, like my first year, granted, it was it was terrible. Like I think I made twenty three thousand dollars right. my first year and sold two houses. But then the next year it was like 15 houses and the next year it was 20 houses. And it was like, all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, I can, I can, it, it's sort of a meritocracy here. Like as yeah. good as I get is, is, is as high. There's no, you know, it, it's a blue sky business. There's no guarantees, but there's no limits. And I really, really love that aspect of it. And uh, so that's uh, 2007, I got in the business and started trying to figure out how to make it work. And that was my intro. Nice. And great timing, too, because you know, I listened to your story, Richard, and, um, you know, most of the icons that, that I talked to, people have been very successful, all were around in 2007, 2008. Um, you know, there are not a lot of, you know, really young agents I talked to that are super successful yet, but mm-hmm. uh, but were around then and did exactly what you did, where they they walked in the door when everybody else walked out. So not only is the timing interesting, but the, the way you reacted to it, it's real easy to be chicken little, right? Uh, you know, the sky is falling and uh, panic and, and and chase the next, you know, flashy ball. So yeah, it, it says a lot about uh, yourself as a person. So uh, true, your, your spouse is now in business with you as well. 
Yeah. So my wife, uh, my wife, Jennifer, who is, is a total powerhouse and uh, is, is, is smart and uh, as she is beautiful, which is extremely um and uh hope, honey i hope you're, you hope you watch this yeah i'll um, send you the clip of that send her that out yeah. uh and so um but she, she's not licensed uh she doesn't want to she doesn't want to sell real estate yeah. she doesn't want to really interface with clients even though she's incredibly personable and and wonderful uh but her her real skill set is you know when i met her I met her in acting class in New York and then she quickly was like, I don't like doing this. And then she uh, got into production. Uh, I was working on a film. They needed some help. I said, Hey, I'm dating this girl. She's really smart. And like, you know, got her act together. They hired her and she ended up getting a producer credit on the film, which is quite an accomplishment. If yeah. you know anything about entertainment, yeah. and then she came out uh, to LA uh, was the head of a very large talent agency. She was the president's right hand person. Okay. Uh, so her, her skill set is organization, like large scale organization and making sure things are done correctly and uh, also has a really high attention to detail and, and, and customer service. Uh, so she's our, our, our operations officer and our finance officer. Gotcha. So um, she's the one who allows me to like be the face of the organization. Um, you know, handle negotiations, you know, like right. I like, I joke sometimes, like, uh, just give me the bold strokes, don't bore me with the details. Right. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm detail oriented, but, you know, I can go into a meeting, I can have that meeting, have it be a great meeting, and then turn to her and my assistant and say, okay, I need that MLS search set up like that. I need this sent over there. I need that over there. And right. it just free, it frees me up to really be able to go and cultivate relationship and cultivate business and put, put deals together. Yeah. Very, very nice. You know, I used to, and, and also I, I always, I, I say it in jest, but in all seriousness, like I didn't marry her to never see her. You know, yeah. the idea was, yeah, the idea that. wasn't like, wasn't like, let's get married. And, you know, I'll see you in the morning from like six to seven 30 right. and we we'll won't see each other. And I'll see it, you know, from six to nine and then we'll get a little time on the weekends. Like I, I love being around her and this is, a, I feel very fortunate. We, you know, we, that's we, awesome. yeah, we, we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And I think that's uh, obviously you've been married for a bit uh, yeah. as of, I've been married 32 years. Oh, and, congratulations. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, did you say you have uh, multiple children? I have multiple children. Was it? Multiple, yeah, multiple children. Say multiple children from multiple wives. No, okay. I, I don't know. I have uh, I have multiple children from my wife, uh, and right. I have a, a 15 year old, a 13 year old, and it's soon to be as of this week, a 10 year old, oh. uh, two two boys and a girl. Congratulations! I, uh, I that's fantastic. I I always jest. I always joke. Um, I, I'll talk to you know agents, brokers, you know whomever, and. They'll always say, I have this many kids, this many kids, this many kids. And um, it's, I have four and they oh. all, yeah, and they're all boys and they oh, all, wow. age, they're all, <laughs> they're all 22 to 29. And, uh, I, you know, it's just really strange when I talk to someone that has four, right? Cause four is mm-hmm. kind of a lot, you know, you yeah. gotta get, you kind of get into that. Four is the new eight. Yeah. Four is the new eight, right? It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, Tim, what was wrong with you? And, uh, so I said, I'm just going to start another podcast, you know, the, the four kids and up club. Yeah. Uh, I was four was, on the floor. How about this? Yeah, four on the floor, Tim. Four there, there on the floor. But that might conjure up some really weird imagery, but I don't know. That, that's I was thinking more like a, a shifter in a car, a four oh, on the true. floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so you do uh, work with your spouse, which is fantastic. You do have a team. 
correct? You got a yeah. team that works around you. Tell me about the team. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a small team. You know, I I always say we're like the Navy SEALs of real estate. We're small. We're we're excellent. We're highly trained and highly effective. You know, uh, I've had I've had larger teams. I've, I've cultivated a larger team over the years, and then just really realized that 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 it was more of an ego thing, yeah. right? I wanted to have like I want to have a big team, and you know, um, and then I realized that like it, the, I felt like the quality of the client experience was suffering, the brand was suffering. And I was only really brought in when there was a problem, which started to happen more and more regularly to, to help solve, help problem solve. Um, and I, I just kind of, I said, you know what, if I had more support, I could handle this business and deliver a higher level of service and also be more profitable, you know? And so, um, I just started pairing it all back. And then, you know, COVID in a strange way was sort of a blessing because it was sort of like a way for people to go, hey, look, you know, this sort of cataclysmic thing is happening. It might be might be a great time for you to kind of strike out on your own and, you know, yeah. you know, figure it out. Um, and so now I have a, a team with uh, with two agents. Um, I have my assistant and I have Jennifer and I have a, a transaction coordinator that we work with, uh, you know, all the time. And uh, it, it's just great. It's, it, it's one of those things I, that I realized that, like, I feel like the, the real estate can be a, a business that's like really heavy on comparison. Yeah. You know, you're always like it's easy to look around and, and see what people do. And, and you, you can it's kind of one of these weird businesses where you can almost get a sense of what someone makes. Like, you know, like I can, like most people, like if I, if I meet a doctor or an attorney, like I have no idea what they really make, right? you know, but like if I meet an agent and they do like 50 transactions, I have a rough idea of what their income is, you know? Right. right. And so uh, it's, a, it's a rare business that way. And so I remember for years, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I want to do hundred transactions and I want to make whatever. I want to make a million dollars this year. And, and it was like every year it was like, and then finally I was like, you know what? I want to. I want to have a certain kind of life, yeah. you know, I want to have a certain kind of life and I want a certain kind of business and I want a certain kind of client. Like, cause there were years where like, I, you know, it was like all, I was like, a, I was, it was like a, a 1910 prize fighter. Like I would take all comers, you know, like oh, get yeah. in the ring, like, let, yeah, like let's go. <laughs> Come on. Like, um, and so, um, but then it was just, it, I remember having clients and deals where it was like, when it was over, it, it took me like, four weeks to like recover like yeah. to, get my, to get my energy back and, right. and to get the will to like go back and be like okay let's do another one you gotta yeah. do another one, you know and um and so i just decided you know bigger is not necessarily better yeah. you know i have a nice life i make a nice living and it, it's a business that i want i mean i work with people that like i really enjoy working with like we have fun you know, like we, I, I use a lot of humor in my business and in my nice. communications. And so my clients are like a lot of, a lot of them are entertainment people. So, um, you know, we, it's, it's weird. Like we do a lot of, like if we show up for showings or we're inspections, like it's like a lot of like weird comedy improvisation. <laughs> and then we pivot to like talking about real estate stuff. And then right. like, it's, you know, so it's always very, I, I, I think I have a, a an ability to make a very stressful situation for people fairly light yeah. and then offer a lot of clarity based on my knowledge and my kind of commitment to being really good. 
So it's a nice balance, you know, and I don't remember what your question was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I mean, I was, we were talking about your team. And uh, uh, oh, yeah, team. Smaller is yeah. better for me. Yeah, smaller is better. Uh, it's quality, quality of business, quality of life is and quality of the experience for the client over the years has become paramount i don't think not i think paramount's the right word it's become the priority yeah paramount's um, good word yeah they're probably right down the street you know they are yeah yeah I, i've been i got an uncle that lives in beverly hills and I, 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 he's passed just recently passed away but uh a bit i and i lived in ventura for quite some time so i'm okay. familiar with the area though ventura is not exactly la but it's got well, its own. It's got its own uh, crew. I'll just say. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. So we talked about how you started. Talked about you know the relationship working with your, mm -hmm. your lovely spouse. Um, we talked about your team. So let's 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 dig it a little deeper then. Yeah. Not to throw you a curveball or anything. Oh gosh. But if I had a magic wand, right? Uh huh. Press to digitation, and I could fix anything. Sure. You had going on right now in your business world, you know, yeah. any issue, issues that you had, what what would it be? What could I do? What would my, oh God, my issues, uh, man, I should bring my wife in for that. Cause she keeps a nice, nice long laundry list of, of things That's that right. I could improve upon. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I feel like it's, you know, for me, and this is going to be really basic. And I feel like the things that, um, that agents struggle with are very basic and you kind of have to work on them all the time. For me, it's, it's, it's time blocking. Okay. You know, like I get I, every day I have, I have a schedule, mm -hmm. but I'm so easily taken off my schedule that like, if I, if someone could come in and just wave a magic wand over me and help me just go from time block to time block to time, right. Block, right. Um, you know, that would be incredibly helpful. Yeah. So I, I think that's pretty common uh, in in the real estate world. You know, I, I think um, a lot of brokers, agents, you know, whomever uh, have difficulty with that because at times we're at the whim of our clientele. Uh, we're mm -hmm. at the whim of weather, not so much where you guys are, but where I'm at. Right. Uh, we're at the whim of a lot of other things. And that time block uh, unlike me that sits in front of a computer for most of the day talking to people on a video stream, right. my, my time blocks are pretty simple. Other than like yeah. the other day when I called you and we were having, uh, you know, post-storm uh, outage internet. internet. Yeah. Uh, but 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 actually going out and showing homes, you know, and, and, and not that I do that, but, you know, it things change, traffic, people, you know, all kinds yeah. of things. And it's, also, I'm, I'm like, I mean, I really am, I really love relationship. Yeah. You know, I like talking to people. Sure. I love hearing people's stories. I love connecting with people. You know, my, my business is really like 75 to 80% repeat and referral, you know? And so my relationship with my client base is like super important, yeah. you know, and, and always sure. calling to, to check in and see if they need anything, you know, like right. how, how, my, I really operate from a place of like, how can I help? Right. Any situation that comes in front of me, the first thing I ask myself is, okay, how can I help? How can I help this situation? What can I do right now yeah. to make this better? You know, and so I don't, if I'm in a great conversation with someone 
I don't want to be like, well, hey, I got to I got to jump because I only have five minutes allotted for you. You know, like, you know, it's just not how I it's not the basis of my business, you know. So sometimes you have I, I, I sit down to have, you know, a two or three hour block of of, you know, database phone calls. And there may be 25 or 30 people there and I get through five, you yeah. know, because I've had, but I've had like, you know, five or six really good conversations with people, you know? So right. I agree with that. I, I spoke to someone a couple of days ago and they're kind of in the uh, real estate motivation business, more like coaching. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, we, we were going to have a meeting away from the, from the podcast about some other business. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I do uh, 15, you know, 10, 15 minute meetings on these things. And I was like, 10 to 15 minutes. What, you know, what, what the heck can we what get accomplished? Heck? What happens? Minutes? <laughs> you gonna, it's going to be a slideshow. I mean, what, I, I don't understand. Right. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. Obviously you and I both share, I think that gift, of, you know, I call it gift of gab, but just that ability to listen to others and reciprocate. Yeah. Uh, in the conversation, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's being genuinely. This is and this is what I always tell my team. I'm like, look, just be genuinely curious. Like everybody's, everybody's got a story, right? And like, rarely does anyone get the opportunity to tell their story. Yeah, you know. And so it, when we like, it's like a weird thing. Like when we meet people at open houses, like we have a, we have like scripts and questions that we that are very like purposeful. Like we have a script. But that script is really it's it on the surface it feels very casual, but everything is geared to opening the person up, you know, and, and all and, and allowing them to tell their story, you know. And once they tell their story, like their their neurons fire off in their brain and they feel really good because they're sure they're sharing their story and they're sharing it as someone who's genuinely interested, you know. And so when it comes to it at the end of it, it's almost like we should work together, right? You know, right. and right. Uh, and that's what it's we're a natural of, fit, right here. It's a natural it. fit. Like I feel good around you, and you seem yeah. to really know what you're doing. And why don't we work together? You know, so just, yeah, it can be just that simple. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So, so I need your, I need I need a time block fairy to come and help me stay on track. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're kind of winding down. Yeah, and and. So before I get into my last question, uh, how could uh, someone reach you, Richard? Whether they want a list or where they want to buy, uh, you know, what's what's the best way to reach out to you? All they have to do, Tim, is is close their eyes and just think about me really hard, and I'll I'll get it. I'll get the message, and okay. I know how to reach them. Or, awesome. or, do, or, do, or do I click or, my? Or they could go to my website. <laughs> <laughs> which would have uh, all of my contact information and access to all my social media. Um, and um, just call me or email me, you know, like, uh, you know, I do the old fashioned stuff too. Yeah. Um, so I do. Um, and not to not, I mean, I also, you know, I've been working in real estate since 07 here in Los Angeles, we touched on. And as part of, you know, working with teams for or building my team for the last, you know, whatever, seven that, years. And that was only, you said since you were seven. So that was what, only 20 years ago, right? That was only 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I was one of the first, I was one of the first toddlers <laughs> to be granted a real estate license your, in the state of California. Your open houses with, with uh, Big Bird, Barbie, and Ken. Exactly. And I, I they call it the, I I, I cited the Doogie Hauser sitcom <laughs> as saying, like, if Doogie can practice medicine, right. 
as a teenage boy, right. then by God, I should be able to practice real estate as a seven-year-old child. Why not? And they said, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no you're one's right. dying. No one's, no one's gonna, dying here. Yeah. Houses don't bleed. If a can remove an appendix, you could definitely close on a home and get escrowed. Absolutely, yeah. And that's yeah, stuff. awesome stuff, man. You're great. <laughs> I, I think I could. I, I also want to plug one more thing is that yeah. in, in my in my my years of working with team members, I really love. Like all of a sudden, I and this is gonna once again my cliche of being like I was an actor in Los Angeles and now I'm a real estate in Los Angeles. Guess what? It gets worse. Uh -oh. um, I also do coaching. Oh, well. there you go. There you go. So, uh, so if you, you there's also you if you go to my uh, the, our website, uh, which is our real estate website, there's also a link right. there for that too. So I work with you know clients across the country and helping them. Um, you know, uh, get the build businesses that they okay. want to have that are based right. on relationship and high level communication. Um, and also how to, um, you know, using emotional intelligence and tactical empathy to help, um, make real estate transactions more smooth and client communication more smooth. Smooth. That's what it should be called. The smooth. smooth. It. Yeah. Smooth. It's actually Zen in the art of selling real estate. Oh, then. nice. Well, hey, you know, after this <laughs> podcast, that's going to be ending here shortly. Let's spend a minute or two talking about that because I'm, I'm yeah, kind of interested. In, maybe I can help you out on that. But um, okay, so I'm going to kind of wrap it up here. And something I always oh, like. Tim, to sorry, one second. Tim. Did I mention to you that I'm tall? I'm you six are, three. You are a giant. I'm six three. Wow. So I'm taller than most realtors. You are. That always. Average, yeah, average average realtor sells three point five houses annually. Average realtor height is about five, five, seven to five ten. Wow, that would be me. I just yeah. come over that five, eight and a half. I, I say five nine, but it's five yeah. eight and a half. And yeah, we all know. I, you know, I'm Irish. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You, but you, I'm pretty, you, I'm you, you wide this way though, you know, and I got a big head. Yeah, yeah, no, your head's deceiving. Like you have a tall head. <laughs> it's what my wife says. Your head's so tall. <laughs> All right. I wish the All rest right. of I wish the rest of you were. No. <laughs> okay. So I okay. what I always like to always say, like, you know, I'm I'm the DJ, you're the hit record, right? I'm just spinning sure. things here. So uh last words, you know, whatever you want to uh talk about, plug, you want to talk about business, or maybe your favorite uh dog kennel in the area, whatever it might be, you have the last <laughs> you know, I I am really um I've been working on this emotional intelligence and tactical empathy approach uh, for probably three and a half, four years now. And it's based on a book by uh, a gentleman named Chris Voss, which you may have heard mm -hmm. of. Uh, he wrote a book called Never Split the Difference. Uh, he uh, you know, is a former FBI hostage right. negotiator. Uh, I've done uh, you know, a, a small, small class with him in Los Angeles, in addition to like years of being in groups and working on this communication and uh, even created a talk around it uh, about how I apply it to real estate and how it really has changed my life and my, my approach. And um, it, it, you know, the, the talks called, uh, you know, Zen and the art of selling real estate, how tactical empathy, emotional intelligence and tactical empathy saved my life. Uh, and so um, I, I just think that is, is gold. It yeah. just takes, it takes all the, because I think most real estate agents are uh, are in this space and not not by any fault of their own. I think a lot of the training out there is about like convincing, 
like yeah. clever language and convincing and closing. And, and this is really about like getting on understanding. It's about understanding, understanding. what the yeah. other person yeah. is thinking and feeling and creating a space using very li limited language that allows them to really divulge what they're truly thinking and feeling, you know, and it's okay. You know, it's like, you know, I think one of the big things that I, that I take out of it is a, is a quote that Chris says, which is basically, it's, it's not a sin to lose business, sure. but it's a, and I think realtors are myself included for over the, in the past, we're guilty of holding on to hope for so long, thinking that someone was good, this person was going to do business where I have conversations now and I'm like, okay, this person does not want to do business with me right. or they don't want to do business with anybody. Right. And that's okay. Sure. You know, I, I've, I'm helping them understand that and letting yeah. them know it's okay. And now they can move on with move more on. clarity and I can move on really quickly to someone else who wants to do business. I always liken that Richard, as you were saying that it kind of conjured some things in my mind. Uh, one of them being that, you know, in, in anything that you're trying to either finish out, close, whatever the term is you want to use, mm -hmm. it always ends up being the lottery ticket in your pocket, right? You never want to pull it out and check the numbers because it could still be a winner. Absolutely. So, but the reality is once you read those numbers and figure it out yeah. one way or the other, you move on. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. There's a, if, you don't, if you don't check it, it could be. You're, a you're always a winner. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's right. like I, I used to have a database with like 20,000 people in it. Right. right. Do I, do I know 20,000 people? No. Do they know me? No. But in my mind, it was like, sure. okay, if 1% of those 20,000 right. business with me, man, it's going to be a hell of a year. Right. You know? And, uh, and then now my whole, like one of my big focuses is just to get that thing down to like get my database down to like 300 people. Right. Like people that I know that if I pick up the phone and I call them, they know who I am, right. you know? And like really mind, like go, you know, what do they say? Go a uh, inch wide, mile deep. Mile deep, yeah. Where before I was like, I was going 20 miles wide and one inch deep, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Sorry. Rambling again, Tim. That's all right. <laughs> I'm a rambling man. So I get yeah. it. Richard, thanks so much for being on the show. Really enjoyed it. I, I definitely yeah, man. catch up over the next three, six, nine months. And uh, we we can talk movie talk, too, because I have a little love background it. in that, too. And uh, I'd love, I love to that. that. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, go back and watch uh, Emergency from 1977. You're going to see this kid with a sailor hat on. And, well, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And I was at a, a little flick called The Magic Barrel in 1978. So Nice, man. Yeah, that was the stint of my life. In I thought you were going to say, go back and watch Emergency. You'll see a kid in a hat. That kid was Don Johnson. <laughs> and now living the life. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's rock. awesome. Man. I had white hair. And Out here. Yeah. Was that, is that what you were doing out here in Ventura when you were? No, well, man, that story will not be for airtime quality. That will be you and I just talking about okay. why I was in Ventura. But um, that's, a, that's a whole crazy story. But um, I did do a couple of little stences things. And nice. uh, just, that's yeah, fun. It was fun. I was a kid, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So I don't know. That's that awesome, money, man. I don't know where that money went, but I'm sure my mom knows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's been great. I look forward to yeah. our next talk. Thanks so much. Awesome, man.
Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for making the time. Yep.